One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, happy Saturday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast. We can be your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, you can check me out on Sunday tomorrow with Darren Bent. Yeah, we're doing a World Cup show from noon. Make sure you join me and Benny live from Waterloo from noon for the first World Cup show of the year. We kick things off with the massive clash that featured on Jim White yesterday. Simon Moni Moni Jordan had a big old fallout with Talk TV presenter Piers Morgan over the way Piers had conducted his interview with Cristiano Ronaldo. It's fair to say things got a little bit heated. For me, trying to understand the situation, I listened to an interview where very little was challenged. It was accepted at face value, nothing was pushed back on, and it was evaluated from the perspective of an, of an admiring set of eyes sitting across the desk from him. What would you say to that, Piers? Well, I wasn't aware that Simon Jordan... I mean, look, apart from anything else, I was very shocked to discover yesterday that Simon had actually tweeted that he agreed with me about something. So I agree with you about a lot of things, Piers, but that's, but that's also got into, to do with what you said. We're heading into new territory. No, I look, look, I'm always happy to take interviewing technique advice from Simon. I, I wasn't giving you interviewing technique advice. I was just, one, give, I was one, just giving one you one an example of what I felt the interview was. That's what I was asked. Part of the world's... No, no, if you, if you let me respond, I'm always happy to take interview lectures from people, particularly those who've never interviewed people. It's uh, not a lecture, Piers. It's an observation. If I could just finish my sentence, uh, I, I did challenge him, which is why I got him to admit he shouldn't have done what he did at Tottenham. I got him to make other admissions too. I'm not quite sure what you mean by challenging because well, he was setting the record do, straight over stuff that had been misleading. Well, I can give you an example if, if you want. I can give yeah. you examples of what I mean by Indoor. challenging because Indoor. I'm not giving you a lecture. I was asked for an opinion upon how you conducted well, an give, interview. Give me an well, example. Give Pierce an example. Just and, one example. And, and an example would be, if, if the argument about executives that didn't want him from the year before, didn't want him now, who yeah. would these executives be? Because he's, by admission, he's never spoken to the Glazers. Are we talking about Edward Wood? Are we I've talking about... You. Well, no, you didn't. You, you, you told me that there's an easy supposition to make. So let me finish, because I, I hadn't finished. I'll let you finish. The yeah. scenario for me sitting there, listen, listen, looking back and look, looking at the interview that you did and watching it as a former football club owner, thinking, how would this situation manifest itself? Elite player, has a problem with the football club, alludes to the fact that this problem starts from people not wanting him a year ago. When uh-huh. the whole world knew that he was a red carpet was rolled out for him, who were these executives? Given the fact that Ed Woodward's no longer in the business, so was it him? Was it Richard Arnold, who allegedly has made phone calls to uh, Ronaldo, suggesting that whatever time he needs, he can have? Who were these executives? Uh-huh. He'd never met the Glazers. He talked about the Glazers' motivation. How does he know the Glazers' motivation if he's never spoken to them? Well, I would say to that that if there are senior executives running Manchester United who wish to deny on the record anything Ronaldo has said, 
let them come forward. But I don't care what you deny. would say, Piers. I wanted to hear what he would say. Well, he named. He said it was senior. And he didn't name anybody. The company in the, sa- in the same way. <laughs> right, so in the want, same way. In the want... same way that you asked for for Meghan Markle to name the yeah. racists in the royal family. Why wouldn't yeah. you ask Ronaldo to name explicitly and specifically yeah. who he was referring to? I think. I think if you go back and watch the interview, I did. You will see that. You will see that he names titles of people. Well, there's at the no club. president, Piers. There's no president in the football well, club. There isn't a role they, in the football club for a president. Should, should we presume he's Piers talking he's about talking the, about the, the, he's talking about the he's talking about the people who run? Yeah. Should, should we presume Piers he's talking about the chief executive of Richard Arnold? I would think so. Yeah. Well, he described them separately. Likely, he described directors and the president. So well, a president is one out. thing, Piers, which isn't let a role inside a football club, and I'd assume you would know that. And the other yeah. part of it is directors. So if we're going to deal in detail, let's deal in detail. Let's look at right, the pushback. Think... Let's push back on the idea right. that someone was going to spend £350 million pounds or euros on signing mm. him on a contract, and where and Manchester way, United might be in the equation, where Man United way, offered an opportunity to buy, by the way, sell him. By the way, you're, talk- you're talking complete nonsense about the Saudi deal as well, because I know exactly who made that deal, and I know that figure is true. So I heard you earlier saying you don't believe it. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> so, um, you know, we can all split hairs so, about So you've it. seen a contract from the Saudis, have you? I've actually spoken to the Saudi person who made the offer myself. But you've seen the contract, have you? I've, unless the person's well, the lying to me. The answer would be no, then, right? So you haven't why seen the contract. They, why would they lie? Be- oh, Piers, <laughs> I don't know, mate. Why would people, why would people misrepresent things? You do that regularly. But again, I go back to the point, Piers, because you had a wonderful opportunity and only a few people in the world. And by the way, I agree with a lot of things you say. And the reason why I tweeted something about the interview you did with Emily Matlis is because I agree with a lot of things you say. I don't make puerile comments like you do about the observations about being a failed football club owner or other points you felt you needed to make on Twitter about me. But the point is, is that the Ten Hag scenario where you had an opportunity, because as a former owner, I look at it and say, why in God's name would a manager that's come into a football club that publicly announced from the get-go that Ronaldo was part of his plans, why would he suddenly want to take this player down? And you never asked him once that question. You never asked him his perception of why Ten Hag would go after him that way. If I could get... okay, can I just say, I do think you're talking complete nonsense. This interview over 90 minutes has made more headlines than any interview... Yeah, but why am I talking nonsense, Piers? What's nonsense about not understanding the dynamic? If I could just finish... It has made more headlines around the world than any sporting interview I can ever remember. Right. The reason it's made headline, if I could just finish, well, go on, the then. reason it's made, if I could finish, the reason it's made so many headlines is because it was revelatory. The reason it was revelatory was because Ronaldo was the one who was correcting the record. Ronaldo was doing what I suspect some of the royal family would love to have done on the record after the Meghan and Harry Winathon, where they accused the royal family of being callous racists, uh, but they weren't allowed to. Ronaldo's not in that position. But he you slaughtered Oprah Winfrey I... for adopting the same no, no, style that you but did. You're, but you're getting the chicken and the egg the wrong way around. Ronaldo is responding to all the stuff that's been in the papers and on broadcast. He is reacting to it. He's not the one precipitating this. He is the one correcting all the smears and lies about him in the last few months, of which there have been many. So my job was to facilitate him setting the record straight as he saw it. Now, if anyone at Manchester United wants to come back on the record from Richard Arnold down and deny specific allegations that Ronaldo's made against the club and the senior executives... And that's fine, please, and that would would be great for you. But my observation about you is that you were incredibly critical about the style of interviewing that was deployed by Oprah Winfrey in the advertorial... Mm. 
hang on, I haven't finished, Piers. In the advertorial that was put forward by them, you did precisely the same thing. You sat no, I there did, I with, did. with goldfish it's, eyeballs it's, about, looking across honestly, the table said, at someone you I'm deeply admire you and about, you had no I'm constructive objectivity. I'm not being funny, but you, you yourself are now sounding very puerile and childish because there's no comparison between the two things. Well, and there you is, know Piers. And you, there, <laughs> is. there is. There is. There <laughs> is. Now, also on White and Jordan, former Arsenal defender Mike Keown defended Cristiano Ronaldo after the Man United forward faced huge backlash from his controversial interview. This is an issue, really, of whether... And he's one of the all-time greats, Jim. And I think he's football royalty. This is an issue of whether he should be speaking out or not. And now, the rules have always been that you keep everything in-house. Sir Alex Ferguson would have, would have taught him that. And this really now is a player that understands that there's no respect. There's been no respect from the manager. So he feels... Do you he, think that? 100%. And what, what the root of this issue is he's lost a child, an incredibly emotional moment. He has another child that's, that's ill. And when he called in to say he wasn't going to make the, into the training, there was a doubt struck. They didn't really trust him. And he felt at that point, I think, Jim, that was the beginning of the end for him at Manchester United. Now, thereafter, there's been issues. He calls himself the black sheep. He, he says in the summer there were eight individuals, but only his name was raised. He feels he's being picked upon. And that's where there's, there's an issue. And I feel when, when you have a player of that standing, he is, Jim, what he's achieved in the game, four Champions Leagues, I think he scored in three consecutive finals, a rake of goals. He goes into this World Cup with, what is it, 194 caps, 117 goals. It's ridiculous. But really, he's getting a taste of... <laughs> Despite what you've achieved in the game, you're just going to be treated like everybody else. And I think Ten Hag should have given him a little bit of extra care. And because of what he was going through in the summer, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and judge the man. I just feel this is the mindset of how a top professional athlete works. And the football dressing room is like a jungle. He's talking here about a piece of meat and the way that he's been discarded. I'm looking at there is, I think he's saying about messages to the media from the manager which has not been messaged to him inside. And he only looks at the decisions Do you the manager believe that? Has. Well, that's... Jim, I'm trying to put you in the mind of this this guy who's been... He, in every front, he's competitive in a financial world, in how he looks, in how he keeps his body, in what he does on oh, the pitch, the goals he scores, yeah. the trophies he wins. Yeah. He doesn't just stop, he changes just well, like Martin, that. Well, put it this way. He's Do you think he overstepped the mark in this? Of course he has. Of course he has. But also, he wants to, he wants to get it off his chest. He wants to discuss it. It's gold dust that we've got that. No, but, but it probably announces now that Ten Hag, who doesn't really want him anyway, it seems that way. He doesn't want to use him. He doesn't, he doesn't appear to want him. Clearly, there's an, obvious, there's an issue with the, their, their communication behind the scenes. Unless there's a public showing of handshake and discussion and a move on, he doesn't stay at Manchester United for the rest of the season. And staying with Jim White, Simon Jordan gave his reaction to the news that FIFA had confirmed alcohol sales will be banned at the World Cup stadiums in Qatar. I mean, these are all the things that you would have felt, and we know the answer to this question, but I'm going to flag it anyway, that all of these things must and should have formed part of the idea that you were going to award World Cups. I know people then say, well, hang on a second, you don't seem to be have a problem with the LGBT issues or migrant workers die. I do have a problem with that, but I'm accepting the culture of the situation. Yeah. But in order for people to come and travel to certain scenarios, you would have expected a certain amount of what is perceived hospitality. I don't have a problem like Marston and people not being able to drink inside the stadium. We're going there to watch a football match, mm. not having knees up. And out in Qatar, Lewis, the England fan, gave TalkSport his reaction to the news. 
I think only the team itself can ruin our experiences, which they often do. As I say, England football normally ruins a good away day for us. <clears throat> but I think it's very, very sneaky underhand of either the Qatarians or FIFA. They've made sure they've got ticket sales, yeah. holiday sales, holiday, hotel sales, apartment sales. It's not cheap coming here. It's costing me an arm and leg, a small fortune. But it's all we've almost been lied to. Yeah, it's almost as if a rug's been pulled from under your feet. Sure. Yeah, come away. We'll do all this. We'll have beers. You can have this. We'll have that. Oh, actually, no. We're um, because oh, of the late rule change. It's. I thought all along people said oh, I went that beer, and I'm like, I can't see FIFA turn their back on whatever Budweiser pay them for sponsorship. So it'll be interesting to see how that relationship stands, bears fruit. Now, the Three Lions defender John Stones has been speaking exclusively to TalkSport ahead of England against Iran, which of course is live on TalkSport, and spoke about wanting to create memories for the fans. We've set the bar high, but um, I think big players and... and uh, Big game players play under and thrive under that pressure, and and um, you know we're here as one, and I think that's why we've we've grabbed the nation because we're so relatable to to people in whatever aspect, whatever background it might be. We've got players from all different, you know, um, areas of those aspects, and 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 um, what we want to do again is is create memories and, and try and win this tournament. Moving on to my show now, Andy Goldstein's Drive Time. And the former England striker Darren Bent believes this will be Gareth Southgate's last major tournament in charge. Is this going to be Gareth Southgate's last tournament? I think so. Uh, regardless what happens, like if he, if he wins it, if I'm him, I'm walking away because I've won it. He, so, won't, he won't win it. Okay, but if he, I'm just giving you an example. If he wins it, away he goes. If they don't do as well, then, yeah, of course, I think he's been there enough. This will be his third tournament. He can walk away with his, his head held high. Did really well in the last World Cup to uh, get him to the semi-finals. Got him to the final. Just wasn't meant to be. In the US. Yeah, I just I just can't see him standing on foot. Because what, okay. what, what is he going to do after that? On to yesterday's breakfast show now. And the Three Lions legend that is Stuart Pearce believes England's substitutes will have a massive impact on their World Cup hopes. The modern game as it is now, you've got to be have a flexible system uh, and employ different systems for different teams, in my opinion. And the, the importance of the, the subs coming off the bench, the impact of those subs is vital. I've only got to go back to the last international match when England played Germany at Wembley. The impact that Mount and Saka had, they turned the game round. It was a dead game. We were out. We were lost. Mm. Those two boys come on, lifted the performance and dragged the result out of the game. So... I, I definitely think that sort of uh, the impact from the bench, don't underestimate that, especially probably at this World Cup. And staying with the show, Arsenal Invincible Ray Parler has said he would rather have Harry Kane in his front three over Ballon d'Or winner Karim Benzema. I do worry about the quarterfinals. They do get France in, in the quarters. We know how good they are. I know they're missing players in midfield. But um, it's, for me, it's a 50-50 throw, isn't it, of uh, the, the coin? France, England, who would you go's favourites there, Al? France. Slightly France? France Slightly, France. though. Yeah. Wouldn't be a lot in it, would there? Who's got the better front three, France or England? Um, well, you look at the Dembele, front three, it will be M- Benzema, Mbappe. Mbappe. 
was in some front threes, isn't it? I mean, you probably put France. Benzema, who's been on mm. fire, isn't he? Ballon d'Or winner. So, but you've got, well, you got to say Kane is probably better than Benzema, no? We're younger. Yeah. Benzema's he's it's, it's done a tough in the one. big games, hasn't he? Mbappe, for me, he's going to be... What, the, what about the he, he might be golden boot Mbappe for what me. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Well, that's nearly it, gang. Before I go, let me remind you, of course, that later on today on TalkSport, you can hear live and exclusive commentary of England's Autumn Nation Series game against New Zealand. That one at half past five. Farrell to Smith. Looping around his Freddie Stewart. He's over the 22. He will score in the left-hand corner. Slade, Slade has gone over the 10, over the halfway, over the 10 on the opposite side, and gives to Marcus Smith, and there won't be a more popular score of the afternoon. New Zealand again, looking at the forwards, have they been able to burrow down? The referee raising the arm, and New Zealand are across for the try. Richie Mawanga puts the ball up, Jordy Barrett in the air, catches the ball, touches it down and scores the try. Saturday night drama brought to you by TalkSport. Well, that really is it, actually. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Gosling TalkSport daily podcasts at first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.